Well, hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to the Manic Candace podcast. Second half of season three. Let's go. Like I was about to drop the hottest bar of 2022 on this franchise boys beat from God knows when. (laughs) But it kind of fits the mood of today's episode. And it's all about toxicity and not just like the basic you know like toxic relationships like we had like a whole episode about he who shall not be named about my whole toxic relationship no i'm talking about like toxic in the most basic term being a shitty person on purpose for personal gain Y'all, let's just let's just get into it. We're not gonna compartmentalize and decompress. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I haven't slept. But like I I'm not trying to like break it down into scientific terms when it doesn't need to be. Like kinda like with this whole gender thing. Like we're not doing that with toxicity. We're not gonna have a whole Twitter thread and we're not gonna have we're not gonna create terms like love bombing when it comes to toxicity. No, I'm talking about like toxicity and its most basic form in all types of relationships, like relationships with your parents, with your friends, your platonic friends, your friends that you're not platonic with, your relationships that are not really a relationship. Do you see where I'm going? Like, do you see like what I'm describing is toxic 101? Like, Is it possible to not be toxic in today's society? You know, with the internet, with having, like, the world news 24 hours, like, all the time. And not only that, you guys, like, in the past 10 years, like, YouTube commentary has, like, totally destroyed Wendy Williams' career, first of all. That's the real tea. And second, it just made us more toxic. That's IMO, in my opinion. Just learned a new acronym. (laughs) I'm so Generation Z. IMO, in my opinion. Took me forever. Oh, I just figured out what NSFW is. And I, I, well, I think I figured it out. I think it stands for not safe for work. So, in good faith, this episode is about something that is NSFW. But before we get into the entirety of the toxicity, situation, toxicity, isness, you guys, the Amanda Candace podcast is on Patreon and pledges are only a dollar. That's right. To support the Manic Candace podcast on Patreon, all you need to do is pledge a dollar a month. That dollar a month is going towards the internet to support the podcast. It's going towards the guests that have to pay to come on the podcast, you know, for their time and their energy and their gas and all that good stuff. The snacks that I provide, the weed that we smoke, like it's just, it, it, gets, it gets a little expensive. So like, and you know, and there's, and there's, and there's me too, you know, having, having to create so your support means the absolute world to me 
It's a motivator for sure, but I love doing this, and I hope to catch you on the Patreon. As of right now, I'm only having one tier, $1 membership. I don't have any plans as of yet to take things in different levels, um, only because I don't have anything to offer as of yet. Like, for example, if I had videos or if I had celebrity guests, like I would, for example drop those videos on Patreon before they get released on Spotify or something. Mm, Not really much of an incentive for me to pay more than $1 a month, but like, hey, I digress. So now that we got the Patreon announcement out of the way, let's get into toxic behavior in relationships. Now, I cannot speak for anybody except myself. So we're going to use me, Manic Candice, MDMAQ, as the prime example as this podcast is all about. So I'm toxic. Hi, I'm Candice and I'm toxic. And it's my fault. I knew better. It's to the point now where I'm set in my ways so much that it's taking a conscious and physical and mental effort. Well, I guess conscious, whatever. It's taking a real effort for me to be self-aware and to make appropriate changes. And to consistently act on making those corrections in my behavior to the point where it's no longer an issue. Now, one of my toxic traits is admitting that I'm bad, but doing nothing to change it. I.e. my addictions, my smoking, my drug use. I know it's bad. I say it's bad. I condemn it, but I still do it. That's toxic. That's toxic to myself. Can I get an amen that being toxic only hurts yourself? Ooh, can I get an amen? Amen. Being toxic only hurts yourself. It's not about getting... You see, for me, being toxic was... I, to make myself feel better about doing these types of behaviors, and I'll get into the specifics in a few minutes, but what made me justify being toxic in all levels was that it was a self-defense, that I'm being toxic so that my feelings don't get hurt. When being toxic is the reason why I experience bad feelings. So I, example, like, The biggest thing that's been on my mind the past month is that I haven't seen Zay, the 21-year-old, because he's not interested. Because I told him that I would like something more than a casual hookup situation. And he said that we're not looking for the same things. And he, 12 hours later, had sex with me again and then just totally dipped. After I said that we should go our separate ways. Now, the toxic 
behavior in this situation was me and it hurt me. I'm here 30 days later. Still upset. Still have this huge crush on him. He probably doesn't even think about me. I've texted him like six times consecutively in the past month. Like he probably doesn't even have my number anymore or the text threads. Like it's pathetic. It's really pathetic. And it's like when he... Because, like, I had a one-night stand with this guy. And, like, before I got to see him again, I told him that I wanted a relationship. That is toxic. Saying you want a relationship when you know it's totally inappropriate, given the context of how me and how we met. Like, what? You guys obviously don't have the answer. You're not my therapist. You guys are you guys are my homies. But like I just I'm gonna say, it. I'm gonna say, it. okay, you okay, the episode about Ryan where I talked about our toxic relationship, I noticed that everything that was bad in that relationship that I did, I was bringing it into this new thing with this new person, brand new fucking person, different person, different age, different city, like different race, like just different, 100% different, a thousand percent different. And I'm treating him like he was Ryan. So I was trying to do quote unquote, defensive toxic behavior kind of like a reverse psychology kind of like getting someone before they get you because you're assuming that they're go- they're out to get you because me being toxic causes me to assume everyone else is just as toxic and that's how the cycle continues for me this is not easy, you guys. This is not easy, especially like the 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 more attention and growth the podcast is stepping into, and I and I and it's all one thousand percent attributed to you listening right now. Thank you so much. But. See, being toxic causes gives you brain fogs too. It's just like you guys. I don't want to be like this. I don't want to be like this. I don't want to bring past toxic behavior from bad relationships that didn't work out into potentially new friendships. Me and him probably could have worked out in the end maybe not and I probably would have been okay with either one but my toxic ass wanted to defend him playing me like Ryan did so number one I 
assigned all of the negative traits of Ryan onto this new person. Not cool, toxic, basura, trash. Like that's something that is bad. No, no, no. And like, I always justified me stating that I want a relationship up front as like a feminist respect thing when it's totally inappropriate. Looking at it from a third person perspective, I could see how he was like, whoa, I just fucked this girl. Don't know her from a can of paint. And she wants a relationship with me. I need to go. I need to go. So like, I I totally, I get it now. I get it, Zay, if you're listening, I get it. And don't talk to me. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Talk to me. <laughs> I made a mistake. I'm sorry. Um, you see, you see, you see what I just did there? The whole don't talk to me. Oh, you guys, the more. Okay, I will admit, like, it's not hard for me to come up with content. Knock on wood. But it's it's hard for me. Well, I literally can't go back after all of the shit I revealed about my whole life thus far. But it's like, I can no longer hide anything. It's like all my business is out there. So it's like, I can't bullshit you. You know what I mean? Like, I can't. I can't sit here and have a whole podcast about toxic behavior without calling my shit out. It's basically what I'm trying to say. And, and, and it's difficult because like, you know, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I'm, I'm putting my best foot forward when it comes to content, like how to forgive a murderer, you know, my dad, spending habits, um, um, being written out of the will, you know, like no, no more trust fund. Like it's just, um, I have to, I, I guess, I guess now that I, it's sunk in that the podcast is going to be the biggest podcast in the entire history of podcasts. Um, it's starting to settle in that, uh, yeah, bitch, you just aired all your shit out. You overshared to the maximum. You are a stereotypical bipolar bitch who needs therapy. Well, this is my therapy. Okay, okay, okay. And it's not costing me an arm and a leg. I'll tell you that. This is the Bloody Beetroots, by the way. This song is called Butter. This came out like 15 years ago. Yeah, I was a cool kid. I'm still a cool kid. I was on the toilet this morning, right? And I was making a playlist for the podcast episode, which is what you're listening to right now. That's what I do. I um, I make I make playlists. So, you know, I'm on the toilet and I'm just like, you know, it's kind of getting down about getting old just a little bit. I was just like, you know what? I'm getting old. I got all this perspective. I can't let anyone younger than me have any fun without reminding them how things were. Uh, and how good and easy and how dumb they are. Um, 
Can't do that. Can't, can't do that. But I was on the toilet this morning and I was like thinking of songs to play. And I was like, you know what? I was a cool ass fucking kid. I was. So y'all, the specifics of toxic behavior for me, I will literally intentionally not text someone back if I like them. Hear me out. Like, If I really, really like someone and I I need to stop this, this, by the way, this is like the honest to God, this is the first time airing out my own toxic behavior outside of addiction. We're going to be all over the place, guys. Man at Candace. So like with my mom, right? I ask her for too much money and I know she's not going to say no unless she's like having her last dollar. And I, and I know that I know I have that card because I'm her only child, but I need to stop with the whole mom, JB Snyder's having a sale on his art. It's a thousand bucks. It's a steal. Can you send me a thousand bucks on cash app? I don't No, no more. No more. And it's like, I got like two grand in my bank account right now. And that's going towards rent, okay? And I'm already late on my rent. Why? Because I'd rather get my fucking nails done. And why did I feel comfortable doing that? Because I knew my mom was going to send me money. How much? Oh. However much I needed. So like, it's just like, I, the abuse of privilege is toxic. And that's something I do a lot. Um, yeah, let's talk about that for a little bit. Privileges that I abuse. Uh, light skin privilege only works if you have a nice body and a pretty face. So now that my body is nicer than it was, and I we all know I have a very, 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 very pretty face. Um, gorgeous face, beautiful face, astronomically profound, made by God himself face. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I questioned if it was made by God because I just drew my face and it was, wasn't that difficult. I'm just kidding. Sorry, Lord. Sorry, sorry. It's the lack of sleep talking. But back to the whole texting thing. Like, when I like someone, I won't give them attention. I'll make them work for my attention. So that I know. So that I think that I'll find out if they really like me or not. See, when I... I'm embarrassed because when I, like, say it out loud. When I say it out loud, I feel dumb. I, I feel I sound I know I'm dumb. I, I know I'm dumb. Like I, I sound dumb and Jesus fucking Christ. Back to the privileges. Sorry. Manic Candace. Manic Candace podcast. We're gonna be all over the place today. I already have a cigarette in my hand and I know I quit like last few months ago, but I digress. Um everything's fine. Everything's fine. Not really. 
No, really, everything's fine. I'm on this new bipolar med. It's great. I just had a little fun on Thursday, and I'm still paid for it. So, yeah, it's happening. So, I got a few privileges. Number one is pretty privilege. My toxic behavior with that is um, when I go to the store, like, I will put on my smile, my girly voice, you know, my Marilyn Monroe mannerisms, the way I flip my hair, the way I touch my face, the way I act surprised. Like, everything is just extra feminine. You know, just extra feminine. Just extra feminine energy every time I go in, like, Ross or something. I will get something for free. And that is 100% manipulation. Same with guys. It's like, if I have no money and I want to go out, all I got to do is spend like an extra 30 minutes on my baby hairs and put on false eyelashes and bitch is over. Like Don Julio on Homeboy all night. So apparently, the last time this happened, I was with my homegirl, Elda. And I kept having this guy buy us drinks and I was kissing this guy. I was like grinding on him, dancing. And then at the end of the night, I I blacked out a little bit. But like I, Elda told me that I told him that he's kind of ugly, even though he's kind of ugly, he's really nice. And then he bought us more drinks after that. I'm just like, oh my God. If you, if you ever need to figure out if you're toxic, well, let me rephrase that. If you ever need to admit to yourself that you're toxic, just get drunk. Just get blacked out. Just get blacked. You know, not too black, kind of like in and out, not fully black, not like wake up the next morning like what the fuck happened last night. Not like that, but like just just, just get a little, just get a little in and out, just get a little flicker on. You know, get your get your flicker on, get your flicker on. Um, <laughs> get your flicker on, Jesus Christ. <sighs> what are you going to do with me? Another thing I do is, like, with my body, like, when it comes to, like, dieting and losing weight, I will literally starve all day. I'm talking, like, coffee is a meal, gum is a meal, Diet Coke is a meal, did I say water, green tea is a meal, I can't have any carbs, and it's only to lose, like, two pounds, and, I, and, and it's a constant cycle. And it's like, like I said a few minutes ago, toxic behavior only hurts yourself. I am a prime example. It's like the when it comes to like romantic relationships, I think I'm doing myself a favor by being toxic when I'm really not. And like another aspect of toxic behavior when I do it, it's about power. It's about power and it's about control and it's about preventing the feeling of rejection. Woo! 
I just read myself. But yeah, like, it's true. I don't want to be rejected. I don't want to be rejected. I'm going to question everything about myself. And that's something that I did when I was a kid. And I, I have not done that in years. At least a good two years. Because, like, when I was a kid, I'd be like, oh, my hair's ugly. My skin's ugly. My weight... Like, it was, it, was, it was just, like, I'm too tall. Like, I, it was just, like, I was just, like, extra, like, cautious. cautious. But, like, I, for me, I think being toxic started at a really young age because it truly was a response to being bullied. Like, I was, um, quick history lesson. I was fat. That's not a secret. But, like. When I was a kid, people would throw rocks at me. People would call me, like, fat ass, like, to my face, behind my back. My friends or, like, my quote-unquote friends would call me fat, to my face, behind my back. Um, Anytime someone wanted to win an argument with me, they would just call me fat and it would just be over, as all fat jokes go. Um, But I quickly went from being the fat girl to the mean girl i let everyone have it i was like you know what i may be fat but your mom's on fucking meth i may be fat but your dad's gay i may be fat but like you know but i i was i was mean as fuck and like that made me judgmental because i had to make a judgment based on surface level unverified information about you um to get back at you so that number one you'd think twice about calling me fat again and number two it'd make everyone else think twice about even doing it the first time so that started in elementary school and like i think i learned to protect myself or I convinced myself that to protect my feelings and to prevent feeling rejected and to prevent immense insecurity, I was mean. I was toxic. And that's who I became and that's who I am right now. And I want it to, I want that to change today. I don't want to be toxic. I don't want to take pride in being toxic. I don't want to smile when I talk about my red flags. I don't, I don't, I don't want to feel like it's cute. I don't want to feel like I get a pass because I'm a cute girl. I don't want to feel that way. Being toxic has cost me every relationship, every meaningful relationship in my life has been ruined partly by them, but also by the situation, but also by me being toxic, not only in the climatic ending of that relationship, but climatic, climatic ending. Well, isn't that the, isn't the ending? Whatever. Um, whether it was at the, at, at the very end or an accumulation of over time during the relationship, I, 
it takes two to tango and it takes two to end a relationship, I feel like. So it's, it's just like every meaningful relationship I've had just ruined it. Brianna, Ryan, Zay. <laughs> meaningful. <laughs> it could have been meaningful. We could have had it. Okay, sorry, sorry. And like being toxic, it's like, I used to like, I used to, you know, I, I, I totally would be that bitch on Twitter, like, ah, toxic, ah, red flag, that's me. Ah. That was me like last year, but it's really not cute when you're at home alone during a blood moon solar eclipse that's going on during a Mercury retrograde that started last week. So, yeah, being toxic isn't fun when it's when when the, the when 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 the universe is is showing you all your shit. I really need to have some astrology bitches on the podcast. If we could just have, like a Christian an ex-tarot card reader and a Christian versus astrology bitches. Like, it, 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 it'd be, like, the most illogical, philosophical podcast episodes, like, ever. Like, let's, let's do it. Any astrology hoes, and I mean that in the most endearing way, any astrology hoes, any astrology baddies, come on the Manic Hannah's podcast and let's get manic, bitch. Let's smoke weed and talk about the stars. Push me and then just touch me till I can get my satisfaction. What y'all know about Betty Benassi, bitch? Another thought I had while I was on the toilet this morning making the playlist was that, you know, these kids with their techno music. They need a buildup. They need, listen, they need that Jersey Shore bullshit, pounding on the ground, take it to the air, beat drop. We're in love. We're in love. Like, no, Benny Benassi made techno. Okay. He's the reason why he's, he's the reason. Okay. He is the reason. Like, you, did you even know what techno was before you heard this beat, bitch? Like, did you, like, did, 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 did you know that, like, DJs were a thing? Did, 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 did you know that? Did, did you know that? Did, did you know that? Did you know that? Because I don't think you did. I don't, I don't think you did. But based on my demographics, I know you did. So you guys are old enough. Side note, the support has been really great. Wherever you're listening, I appreciate you from the bottom of my fucking heart. I want you to know that. I really want you to know that. I see you on the map in Canada, in the US, in Indonesia, in Africa, in Europe, Russia. If I, in Australia too. What's up, mate? Good eye, mate. 
Can I get a Vegemite sandwich? But I'm sorry if I if I didn't. If that Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Like, I, am I doing it right? I'm probably doing it so wrong. So, oh, oh. Is that an Aussie thing? Down under. I come from Orlando, Orlando. I'm sorry, I'm just so happy to be in Australia because like the week before, not even the week before I prayed and I was like, God, if you can get me to Australia, I literally couldn't ask for more. But like now that I got there, I am asking for more. And like, I want, I want South Korea. I want China and I want Antarctica. If I can get those three locations, like I will literally not ask for more. I will, but like I did. You see, that's another thing too. I'm really toxic with God. Like, I <laughs> I'm really toxic with God. Like, my, okay. When it comes to my beliefs in God, I assume three things. Number one, he's everywhere and he's everything. Number two, he knows everything. And number three, um, he made you. So it's, so it's like praying is kind of like for you and less for him. Because he knows what you're going to say and he knows what you're going to do despite what you're asking for. And he knows what he's going to get. It's really redundant for him to listen to prayers because he knows. But like for us, it's it's a whole firsthand experience. But like those are those were just my Christian beliefs. For the record, I, even though I said words like us and we, I meant them just for Christians. <laughs> Don't attack me, please. Don't attack me. I don't want to get attacked. I know Christians did all the murdering and it's time for the reckoning, but please spare me. I'm a non-denominational. I didn't kill anybody. Sorry. It's the lack of sleep for me. But yeah, with God, I'm really toxic. Like, I, like he knows I'm bullshitting, right? And I'll come up to him and I'll be like, hey, I really want this positive change to happen in my life. I need your help. This is what I'm going to do. This is what needs to stop happening. I realize it's a problem and then go right back around and do the thing I said that I wanted help changing. And what does he do with me? He lets me live. I don't know why. You know, I'm starting to think the gods from the Old and the New Testament aren't the same God. I mean, isn't that what Christianity is? Wait. Did I just debunk Christianity? Did I just debunk the Old Testament? <laughs> oh, at work? I'm really toxic, but like I can't speak on it. Like I can't speak on it. Um when it comes to <sighs> It's weird like when it comes to like authority besides my mom, so like police, the federal government, state government, even like security 
that is the one area where I do not play any toxic games. I do not play... Even though my mom is a federal officer, like I don't even pull that card. I don't even tell them, yeah, my mom is literally can have you arrested right now just for trying to arrest me. So it's like, I just, I don't, I don't even pull that card, but it's just like everything else. It's like, I have no respect for God, for my mom, for myself and for everyone that I have a relationship with. Jesus fucking Christ. You know, maybe it's time for me to get a therapist. I'm just so, I'm just so scared. That's another thing too. I, 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 I claim that I'm scared of therapy because I don't want to feel rejected by my therapist. Self-awareness, self-awareness. And what I mean by rejected by my therapist is I want my therapist to sympathize with every single thing that I went through. I don't want them to tell me to cut my shit. You see, you can be toxic with yourself when it comes to your traumatic experiences. Can I get an amen? You can be toxic with yourself when it comes to your traumatic experiences. Listen, listen. I was sexually abused when I was six years old. It was an isolated incident, but I let that incident define the next 21 years of my life. It didn't have to be that way. It did not have to be that way. So if you are someone who is struggling with a traumatic experience give yourself permission to move on without feeling like you're minimizing what happened to you that is not true just because you're giving yourself permission to move on just because you're taking the steps to heal and to forgive maybe not your abuser but to forgive yourself to forgive I don't know, the universe, God, your parents, whatever, to just, just, just to heal, just to forgive whatever needs to be forgiven in your capacity for yourself. Don't let your trauma define your life. You owe it to yourself. So that's something I did. It's like I let that sexual abuse experience define the next couple decades of my life. And I just became... A victim. I mean, I was a victim, but like the whole victim mentality of no one can tell you shit because you're a victim. The whole world needs to feel bad for you because you're a victim. It happened 20 years ago. Get the fuck over it. Like that. that's where I'm at. Because like now I'm tired of all the bipolar medication. Now I'm down to one. Thank God. You know why? Because I took the steps to give myself permission to move on from that traumatic experience. So you can be toxic with yourself when it comes to hanging on to your trauma. Let go of your trauma. We need to talk about letting go of trauma. We need to give ourselves permission with realizing and knowing that giving ourselves permission to heal and move on from trauma does not mean that we are minimizing or choosing to ignore or downplay what happened to us. 
Oh, I need another amen. 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 Oh, Jesus. Amen. Oh, I needed that. I needed that. I needed that. And I hope that serves you well because that. Woo, Lord. Talking it out. This is why I love talking to y'all because y'all don't talk back. I mean, you do, you do. I did have someone who was upset with something I said about trans women. And they came to me and said, I can no longer support you. And I respect that. And I bid them adieu. And I said, thanks for your support. Um, And we no longer are talking. But, like, I really hope what I said about the trauma and toxic behavior and hurting yourself by holding on to trauma um i really hope that finds you well i hope that sits in your spirit if it stirred you just sit with it for a second meditate on it reach out to me if you need more clarification this is something i'm really passionate about is healing from past trauma that is going to be the next theme for the next season for season four it's all going to be about healing from trauma no, we're not going to go over trauma. We're not going to relive the trauma. We're not going to retell the story of our traumatization. We're going to, I'm going to do research about healing trauma. I'm going to talk to my doctors. I'm going to talk to my, I'm going to get a therapist and we're going to heal together. And I'm going to share with you because not everyone has access to mental health care. So, you know, the more we know, about our conditions, the more we can share and the more we can encourage while we share to encourage those who we're sharing with to do their own research. Wow, we are speaking life today in the toxic episode of the Man and Candace podcast of the second half. Of season three make sure you sign up for the dollar pledge patreon today guys my goal is 20 if i can get 20 patrons i'd be so happy so i don't want to drag this out another 18 minutes But we'll kind of just wrap it up here. The main message for today's episode, you guys, is to stop being fucking toxic. Why? Because it's hurting yourself. You're hurting yourself by being toxic. Being toxic does not hurt the other person. It hurts yourself. It does not benefit you. It probably benefits the other person. (laughs) Because your toxic behavior made them run away. And that's bad for you or me. (laughs) And on that note, you guys, we're going to conclude today's episode. I love you. Thank you for listening. Catch us on the next episode of the Man and Candace podcast. We are finishing out season three with a bang. We are at 240 downloads for the month of May. We're only two weeks in. Good shit. Let's get to our goal of 500. I love you. Good night, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're listening. Have a great one.